Hi, everybody. It's Tay. Welcome back to the PSW podcast. I'm here today with Anna Maria, and she is a PSW in the field right now. Uh, thank you for being here, Anna Maria. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your story and how you got into the profession. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no problem. So let's get started. How did you get into becoming a PSW? What inspired you? What brought you here? Actually, it was a long journey. Um, I didn't graduate till till 2017, so I haven't been doing it a super long time. Uh, but before that, I, you know, always kind of was a caregiver naturally, right? I raised five kids. I took on other kids. And then when my kids got a little older, I tried bookkeeping. I tried um, being a manager at Walmart. None of these things seemed to fulfill my desire. And um, I was talking to a friend and they told me about a PSWs. So I looked into that and that's how it started. That's really nice. Um, so you kind of came to it as like a second career and it's something that you've really loved to do. Uh, how long have you been at PSW for? Since 2017, so six-ish years. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, what sector are you in now? I'm in home care. Okay. I started in long-term care, um, but I absolutely did not like it at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I mean, it's just the way that field is, but it didn't give you the time that the people deserved. Um, it was fast paced, which I had no problem with. Your shift went really fast. It was great. But I went into this field for the purpose of helping people. And I feel like in long-term care that gets lost. They just don't allow you the time that you need to really you know, keep people dignified and, you know, to feel that they have a sense of purpose. Yeah. And so um, I would have clients, you know, crying just for you to spend some time with them. And I would come home so defeated and upset. So it just wasn't a good fit for me. Mm -hmm. um, so then I tried the home care and honestly, it's the best. It is the best for me because you really develop, you know, really close relationships, you learn exactly how they like things to be done. You know, you allow them to do as much as they can. Um, a lot of it is just listening, taking the time to listen and do the things the way they want it done. And yeah. it's just the most rewarding. It really is. Yeah. I, uh, I find, I found that myself in long-term care, it was just kind of like quick, like, and it, it, like you said, like, I didn't mind being quick, but I didn't like it sometimes. And, uh, now I'm actually heading back into it and I'm, I'm a little more hopeful that it's not going to be as wearing on me as it was before. I think the timing was a little off just in my career. Um, I don't know if you were ever in long-term care during COVID, but it really no. changed things for me. It changed my perspective. And I think that was just a really hard time to work in long-term care. Oh, it would really be. in general, but like long-term care, it wore on me a little bit more. So I'm excited to get back into it, but I totally get what you're saying. Um, and I've talked to a few other PSWs now and they're saying very similar things. And then we have PSWs that love long-term care. So it's really kind of cool to see 
where people are grasping at like their pros and their cons and and how they're yeah. you know feeling in in different sectors um yep. so for your like home care sorry my dog is coughing if you can hear that but um <laughs> for home care are you working with an agency are you private are you an entrepreneur i work with an agency and i currently just have one private client Okay, nice. That's another thing too that like I don't feel is talked about enough um, is like the entrepreneurial PSW who can start their own business and be like a sole proprietor and do their own thing. So I really liked doing that as well. I thought that that was a really nice way to get time in with your clients and spend the time. And I also was like you, I'd walk away from shifts sometimes in the past and other jobs feeling like really sad because you'd have people literally crying or being like, can you just stay a little bit longer in my room? And you have to be like, I'm, I can't, I can't. Exactly. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, how did you deal with that and move forward from that? Um, for some of them, I, I did, I took the little bit of time extra and I just took the heat from the fellow workers kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes work through breaks to make yeah. it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, at the end of the day, I just, I felt too bad to, to continue on. Like I just, I mm -hmm. felt like it was defeating the whole purpose of what I went into it for. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> I've, I've said that too in the past. It's like, we know what we're doing when we sign up for this job, but this is what's happening. That's like really driving people into the ground, you know, and burning people out is like, we knew what we were signing up for, but we're not even getting a little bit anymore of the satisfaction that we should in our jobs. So, um, I'm hoping that that changes now and that's moving up a little bit more slowly. Uh, but, um, how yeah, do they need to make the, the, um, the, the ratio better, right? Like, Three. yeah, you know, one to 10 and one to 12 is ridiculous. Yes. Right. Like they really do need to think about the people. I mean, these people are at the, you know, coming to the end of their life. A lot of them don't even get family visits. Like some, you know what I mean? This is all they get. The only human contact they get are those workers. And yeah. it's not enough to, you know, spend time with them, feeding them, which is also rushed, you know, getting them ready for bed right? Getting them up in the morning, like they need more interaction and stuff. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So they really that, too, yeah. that ratio of, of care and, and client. Yeah. I think it needs like a bit of a facelift, the system, you know what I mean? There's, there's a few other things that I would advocate for change for too. And patient ratios are probably the start, I think, or one of the starts at least. Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. And that's what also I struggled with a little bit too, is like, you have so many people to take care of. How are you going to give people like proper care and not just, you know, do what you have to do and leave? You know what I mean? Because it becomes <laughs> kind of like that a little bit in a sense. And sometimes it doesn't too. Like I said, like this isn't every long-term care home. I've no. heard great things about some of them. Uh, but I know that that's a commonality we all share is like, how am I supposed to spread myself across all these people without spreading myself too thin. Um, but yeah, how did you, well, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You, well, and you have to think about like how many minutes are they really truly giving you? If you've got 
10 clients that you have to, you know, deal with in a certain amount of time to get them all into bed or whatever. Like they really need to evaluate the amount of time that they're allotting for each person. Right. Because at the end of the day, these are people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's and, not like a they, factory. It's, it's someone's exactly. health. Exactly. And they, it's, yeah. it is. And mental health is just as important as physical health. Yes. Yes. You know, I think uh, COVID as well really shone a light on the importance of mental health and mental stimulation and how, when that's taken away from people, how, you know, behaviors change or behaviors escalate. And it's not, you know, because they're rebelling, it's literally because things are changing in their brains because they're not getting the stimulation. Like, I just think like COVID has shone a light on so many kind of gaps in our system. And like, it's everything that you're saying, you know, mental stimulation or mental health is, is so important. And it's like, yes, because people suffered for, for a few years now with their mental health. And we've seen it now. It's not like a joke anymore. It's, you know, not that it ever was a joke, but you know, it's not something to take. It was hidden. Yeah. It was basically hidden. It kind of got broke open with COVID. Yes. Yes. Right. That's a perfect way of saying it. And I know that, you know, people like PSWs and stuff, even in the long term, tried advocating, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same with home care too. Like you try advocating, but it's like your head is being banged against the wall. It's just such a hard struggle. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Um, how did you push forward and keep going, even though you were going through some, some dark times in your, in your career? Uh, well, you know, as far it's balance, it's life balance, right? Um, I, would get away from stuff. Nature is always my big thing. So I would, you know, go on nature trails. Um, I own a, I have a motorcycle. So in the summer, I just hop on the bike, mm-hmm. get some wind therapy. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. Fresh air, yeah. literally just fresh yeah. air. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I'm close to my family. So I, you know, I have five kids, um, mm-hmm. always would discuss things with, with my daughters and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So you have to do what you need to do to keep, take care of yourself, because if you can't do your self care, then how can you do the care for somebody else? Yes. Yes. Right. I think it's a lot of thing. A lot of us bury into the ground a little bit and don't think about, because we're like eyes forward, keep working, keep going. And then all of a sudden it's like, it hits you and you're like, wow, like I do not feel good. I don't feel good at all. And it, your, your cup is empty. And then you realize you don't have anything to pour for anybody else for a little while, you know? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I liked nature a lot too, myself, uh, which like, it's- I've always liked nature. Don't get me wrong. But I think especially in COVID too, I was like, wow, I just want to go sit outside. And exactly. I'll just, I'll just go sun myself. Like I'm a plant or something. And I'm like, this yep. Is- <laughs> it's great therapy. It really is feeling yeah. like the sun and, you know, looking at the way nature is like, you know, if you take a trail ride, a walk or whatever, right. There's always things to see if you really look right. Yeah. And it sounds like you got, you know, that bit of light back from your job a little bit, like it wasn't working in one sector. So you went to another and it came back again. Like exactly. It was, it was a huge, huge difference. Now there's still struggles here, but it's more about, um, it's more about company headaches. Yeah. Right. 
still you still have the same struggle of trying to advocate for the client need and there seems to be this this breakdown where it's <clears throat> the field staff versus the office staff yeah. kind of thing and it feels like the field staff are about the people and the office staff are about the dollars and cents yeah i can and, yeah and it it's like we're constantly butting heads and clashing mm -hmm. and it's really frustrating and draining yeah. you know because we're dealing with the people we're dealing with what the people are going through and we're trying to make a better change you know yeah yeah and it just feels like you're butting heads constantly yes so i completely relate it, it is yeah. it is frustrating it is it is it's it i don't know and i think i've had like a similar experience too and this is something i've also advocated for when you know research studies come up or something too it's like there's a gap in communicating and it's really affecting us and it's not helpful it's you know like we could be utilized different you know our scopes could be utilized different you know what we have to say is really important because we are bedside with them at all times you know like that sort of a thing and I think that's what wears on us sometimes too and I found that it's hard but sometimes just like trying to quiet the noise by focusing on your care and what you're able to give them is like all you can do sometimes even if it doesn't feel like it's enough um, yeah I completely I get what you're saying and it sucks sometimes it really does um I have one last question. Yeah. You've been in the field for a little while. If you could give a piece of advice to anybody who's considering becoming a PSW, who's in school now, or is like a new grad just starting out in the field, what would you say to them? Well, I hope that they really search their soul before going into this field. You really, really need to have a caregiver mindset for this job. You know, it's not, it's not a huge paying job. So, you know, going into it for the money is, is not, not wise. Um, and you have to have patience and really listen to the client. I, I can't stress that enough. Like I, I um, I'm a preceptor for the new hires and stuff like that. And I really stress to them to listen to what the client is asking them to do and to treat that person individually as though it were a family member. Pay attention to the details, okay? Because the little details make a huge difference. You know, I watch people, they have, slow down your mind. They have this, even in home care, they still have this rush mindset sometimes, right? But you've got lots of time look at the person, mm -hmm. you know, not, not the, the task. Look at the person, make sure that you've done every detail for that person as if it were yourself or your mother or your father or whoever, you mm -hmm. know, I always pay attention to the, all the details like making sure the brief is on per perfectly, like making sure that, you know, it's up in the crotch properly, not just sort of hike it up and it's, you know what I mean? It's hanging down and, making sure the socks are put up without the wrinkles. And you know what I mean? It, all these silly details make a huge difference though, because it, it helps with 
skin breakdown. You know, it helps for if you've got the brief on properly, they're not going to leak out and, you know, make a mess and stuff like that. Um, it's so it's all about the details, honestly, and, and just really having a caring mindset. Well said. Um, sorry, again, I had to mute. My dog has a call, but she's fine. She's on my phone. <laughs> she's totally fine. But I didn't want that in the background. But that was really well put. Thank you. Um, thank you for being here today and for not a problem. And just having a nice chat about the field. I mean, it's a lovely field. I mean, it really is. Are really cool. Actually, really do find that everybody has had something neat to pull out from every single sector. So it's really nice to hear that and just kind of, you know, talk about the pros and the cons and just kind Absolutely. of with someone else who's also in the field, you know, it's nice. Yep. So thank you very much for being here today. You're welcome. I appreciate having the opportunity. Anytime, anytime. I'm happy to listen and thank you all for listening today. And I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye.